It's Thanksgiving. You know what that means. It's time for the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. Every year, we come up with three sayings around the holiday season. What are they this year? Okay, the first one is, the Dallas Cowboys are back in the mix. Yes! The second one is, the Packers need a new coach. For sure. And the third one is, still, no one really likes Kale. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's Jay. I am the author of Maximize Your Medicare, the 2018 edition still available on Amazon, everywhere you can buy ebooks, paperbacks. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Great Humanity Healthcare Foundation. Please go to smile.amazon.com. You can choose to donate a very small portion. I think it's half a percent of your total purchase price will be donated to the Great Humanity Healthcare Foundation. You can go to smile.amazon.com. The purpose of the Great Humanity Healthcare Foundation is very, very simple and applies to every segment of our society. Just think, young family, $10,000 deductible. As always, today is not financial advice. For that, I would need to know a lot more about your personal situation. On we go. So it is almost the end of the Medicare annual election period. It ends on midnight of December 7th, which is two Fridays. Two Fridays, that's correct. As a quick reminder, you have the unrestricted ability to change Medicare Advantage plans or prescription drug plans an unlimited number of times the last one that you choose will be the one that's in effect for January 1st. Now, for those persons in Medicare Advantage plans, it is very important to continue to be enrolled. And the reason is that beginning on January 1st, running through March 31st of 2019, there is going to be a new enrollment period called the Open Enrollment Period. People will be able to either, number one, they'll be able to change their Medicare Advantage plan. That is only available to those who are already Medicare Advantage policy holders. You cannot be a first-time enrollee in Medicare Advantage plans on January 1st unless you have the right to do so under Medicare ICEP, which is a technical term for turning 65, or if you are newly retiring. What you cannot do here is you cannot change your prescription drug plan. You cannot change your standalone prescription drug plan during this open enrollment period, which begins on January 1st. So you do need to settle on your prescription drug plan and do it by December 7th. For those of you who have procrastinated, who have waited too long, it is important still to enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan because it allows the flexibility to make this change, make the change across Medicare Advantage plans beginning on January 1st of next year. I can't reiterate this point enough, which is that you cannot originally, initially enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan on January 1st. It is not 
open. I don't really love the way that people try to make these periods sound simple because they don't give you the full explanation. You can switch Medicare Advantage plans. That doesn't mean that you can originally or initially enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan beginning on January 1st. The original or initial enrollment period into Medicare Advantage. Let's just say, for example, all you had was your red, white, and blue card, and you realize that you do not have extra benefits if you go to the doctor or to the hospital. The time to choose a Medicare Advantage plan is now, and it ends on December 7th. For those persons who are interested in trying to enroll in Medigap, it is still advisable to at least have a Medicare Advantage plan because at this late date, it is going to be very difficult to fully understand whether or not you have been accepted by your Medigap carrier. The reason is there is red tape on the receiving end. This is a very, very common mistake that consumers make which is they just say, okay, well, the deadline's not till December 7th, and so I'm going to wait until December 1st in order to enroll in Medigap and then add on a prescription drug plan on December 6th. Doesn't exactly work that way. And the reason is that what happens if you don't have your response from the Medigap carrier, the health insurance company, by December 1st? Now you're stuck. So the reality is that I generally tell persons, enroll in the best Medicare Advantage plan that you can for yourself, the one that is most fitting. That means you have to understand network and all the fact that it's an annual contract, all the things that I point out and maximize your Medicare. You choose Medicare Advantage that includes prescription drug plan and then apply for Medigap. And the reason for that is that if you are accepted by Medigap, you can cancel your Medicare Advantage plan on January 1st. However, what you cannot do is you cannot go into Medicare Advantage on January 1st if you only have your red, white, and blue card. So you see, In every financial matter, a very key point, a very key aspect here is the order of operations. It's kind of like when you were in the third grade, when you were in math. You don't get to add and subtract before multiplying and dividing. Order matters. Let's go on to the individual health insurance market. We are in the middle of the open enrollment period for individual health insurance. This period ends on December 15th. So after our wonderful and lovely political season and the election period in the uh, midterm elections, reality is that pre-existing conditions have been preserved. What does that mean? That means that irrespective of your medical condition, your acceptance into individual health insurance is guaranteed.
carriers cannot deny your application. In addition to that, very importantly, the tax penalty for those persons who do not have individual health insurance will no longer apply in 2019. This is a very important difference. And the reason is that those persons in perfect health, those persons who cannot afford health insurance, it is going to be the case that it may be a rational decision to not have health insurance. Now, that does not mean it is a riskless position. So that's not for me to determine. That's not for me to determine for you to say, okay, well, it's worth it to take the risk or it's not worth it to take, take the risk. That's not my role here. While certain persons certainly ask me my opinion so that they can correctly compare the cost of health insurance versus the down potential downside if someone were to become ill, That is for you to determine. Now, I guess the one extra thing which is not receiving much press and has probably declined in probability due to the outcome of midterm elections is the fact that the pre-existing conditions exclusion, meaning the fact that insurance companies cannot deny your application, that exists today. That does not mean that it will exist in the future. So now let's just say, for example, you took the risk because you are 28 years old and you decided, you know, I'm going to keep the $200 a month. And that can be the rational decision. Don't get me wrong. Well, let's say you're now 30 years old and you actually become ill for some unknown reason, some reason you did not understand when you were 28 years old. That's fine as far as your consumer choice. But the issue is, what about regulations? So really conceptually, the way to think about it is that part of the premium that you are paying, part of this $200 a month that you are paying, is the unrestricted right to continue with your health insurance. And this is a very vital component because people misunderstand what insurance actually is. People say, well, I paid all this money into my health insurance or I paid all this money into my insurance. I never got anything from it. Insurance isn't really a policy where you're getting a discount. Insurance is really an option whose value increases if the situation occurs, whatever that situation would be. And we have this in a lot of different areas. For example, extended warranty when you go to Best Buy for your refrigerator. That's insurance. What else? The option to buy protection if your stock portfolio declines. That is insurance, right? You have to pay for this option and it only increases in value if the stock market declines. Well, that 
is insurance. Not, oh, well, I just paid some money and I never got anything from it. That is not insurance. What you're looking for is a discount. Let's continue on here on how other persons are going to handle this matter. So in the press and in every state, what has happened here is that for those persons who do not want to have qualified health plan, which is a specific term, it is a you know Affordable Care Act ACA compliant plan, it includes a list of criteria that every plan must include, okay? Well, for to be candid with you, some of these benefits do not apply to some of the population. Let's just say, for example, you're a 55-year-old male. You don't really need prenatal care as part of your health insurance. So now there's limited medical. This is widely available. This is very fragmented. The policies can be renewed up to 12 months, meaning that it is entirely possible to be having some type of limited medical coverage for the year of 2019 at dramatically lower prices. Because since you don't have prenatal care inside the policy and you're a 55-year-old male that this doesn't really apply to you, you're not paying for this. So as a result, the price, the premium is notably lower. And to be candid with you, for certain persons, my private clients, we are end up, we do end up recommending this as a path, especially if someone's turning 65, for example, in perfect health for two to three months. Yes, that is absolutely possible because full-blown health insurance can be every bit of $800, $1,500 a month. Well, limited medical at 200 a month is $1,000 a month lower for these three months. It is enormous. And then they go to Medicare under the turning 65 rules where they get the unrestricted right to select whatever Medicare configuration fits them best. So you can see that I'm not here to judge whether or not it should have, it could have, you know, what the politics of it you know, should be, I'm trying to show you what is possible and how the math of money drops out once you examine what the laws allow and what the sellers will allow at what price points those are available to you. Anyway, I'm going to stop it here. You can go to the website gh2benefits.com. You can reach me directly, not only for Medicare matters, but for non-Medicare matters as well. You can send up email, set up online consults. It's free. Be sure to subscribe to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast on Apple Podcast and rate us. It helps other people discover the Maximize Your Medicare podcast so that they can get the information that they need. I'm Jay. Till next time.